0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is 1974 pro wrestling champion Zach Mabry. Zach, another week, another second-place finish for the boys. Is this like our thing now? Is this what we do? We get thrown into online polls, and we come in second? Well, we've we've really got quite the collection of silver medals going, I would say. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. I I actually prefer to not win things because then people start to expect things of you. But if you do, if you just like hang out close to the top, they're like, oh yeah, that's where they are. They just kind of hang out close to the top. It's fine. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're on top, the only way to go is down, but when you're, you know, when you're you know consistent strong finish you know you start to build a respectable uh brand so um now we're of course referring to the polls set up by the very famous tea with tolkien
0: lovely lovely Twitter. gal that caitlin she is uh she put together a bunch of polls for everyone and it really went over well i commend her for doing it and it was uh, cool yeah. A lot of
1: hard work, probably, because it was several tweets and nominations and votes. And it was fun. So it
0: makes it fun to get on Twitter and, and see that kind of stuff. We should shout out the obvious winner, Electric Waffle. They what? So basically what happened was the poll was going. We polled within 1%. And then they tweeted out, vote for us, and just blew us out of the water. That's kind of how it went shout to the wonderful Katie Prejean McGrady or as she's formally known Catherine Prejean McGathran I think that's her formal name <laughs> And, uh yeah it's it was nice to nice to be included and I say that with all sincerity and one of these days maybe we'll win for but, sure you hey, know we're uh but
1: it I don't know. Yeah, it is fun. And I mean, I've listened to Electric Waffle. It's a good podcast. So obviously
0: no, uh, no hard feelings there. Yes, no hard feelings. Um, we'll talk about that when we uh, stop recording, of course. Uh, by the way, if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at ZAC Mabry. That's Zach Mabry for those of you scoring at home. Email us podcast at RomanCircusblog dot com, which will be a thing at some point. Find us on iTunes, rate and review us if you want. You can also find us on Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. Now, Zach, there's a thing that has been going around the podcasting world. It's where you shout out other Catholic podcasts to let them know that you're listening and to let them know that you love them. So I would just like to take a moment and we could do that. Let's Okay. Let's start with uh raising hellmix. I thought it would be I thought it would be fun to rate the top 3 hellmix. Okay. You, are you ready for that? Yeah. We got together before the podcast and we cast our votes to rate the top 3 hellmix. And now number 3 was kind of controversial because he's new to the family. Now I think I think his name is Joseph, but I like to call him number two, not to his face, but yeah. Number three is Joseph, the baby, which don't get me wrong. I love babies, right? We all love babies.
1: Yeah. It's a strong finish.
0: It's a strong finish. Number two, or as we like to call it, the Roman circus memorial spot is Rory. Have you seen Rory before? Have you seen pictures of this kid and videos of this kid? Adorable. Oh, I have. Adorable. Adorable. I don't know any other way to say it. Number two, Roman Circus Memorial spot goes to Rory. Number one, there can only be one, and that is the lovely Carrie Helmick, Zach. The mother. Oh, yes. The mother of the squad. I don't, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say other than she puts up with all the Helmicks. And she she seems just, you know, we've never met in real life, but I'm sure if we ever did, we would share a laugh and enjoy each other's company. Carrie Helmick just seems like just a wonderful person. Is that fair to say? Do you like that ranking that we came up with? Yes. I mean, very scientific Mm -hmm. and um, very good, yes. Okay, that's uh, Raising Helmicks. Please listen to them. And then we also must bend the knee for the new kid in town, clerically speaking, who burst onto the scene and immediately... Crushed all of us to the point where we all kind of thought about not doing podcasting anymore. Father Harrison, Father Anthony, clerically speaking, it's a it's a freight train, Zach. You can't stop it. You can only hope to be blessed by it as it passes right by you.
1: Oh, yes. No, I, I really enjoyed it when I was listening. Sure. Yeah. They talked about uh, Jordan Peterson, though, um, but, you know, they... They were cautious, so that was nice.
0: Hey, you know, we all got to talk about something. But, yeah, that's uh, this segment of shouting out other Catholic podcasts. I think it went well. We'll see if it comes back. Do you have any news for us this week, Zach?
1: Um, News is canceled. Uh, I, uh, I tried to watch CNN to, like, have news to talk about, right? You know, to be responsible, <laughs> and uh, it was just more of this sort of tedious obsessions with um, Paul Manafort, the sort of slimy, serial campaign advisor that the GOP was constantly using, and then Michael Cohen, the former lawyer of uh, President Donald J. Trump. Um, yeah, it's just. There'll be like a ten second story right of like okay, so and so did this, you know, and that's it, and they'll just say it over and over, and you think that like, oh there's about to be something else, and you realize no, that was the whole thing, so um, still kind of a snooze fest, I don't know if something more will come from it, um, but we'll see i I thought yesterday was like, oh, big news, but it 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 just wasn't so um. Let's see. Nicki Minaj put out an album that hopefully our listeners aren't listening to. Um, it apparently flopped and she canceled her
0: world tour as a result. Wait, seriously? That's pretty intense stuff. You would think that she would be selling out arenas or whatever people do these days.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with, with Nicki, but uh, maybe maybe people have moved on. Um Cardi B, you know, I think Cardi B, Zach, right. The new, I think it's, it really is kind of all about Cardi B who did win best, best new artist at the MTV VMAs, which I did not watch
0: this year. I I can't, I can't remember the last time I did watch the VMAs. Um, I actually, if I could interject, I, I worked on a few VMAs, so I've been to three of them. No, four of them. And I worked two of them or one of them. What? I forget the actual number. So I knew the people that were involved in the production, and they were like, hey, do you want to be a PA on award, an award show? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Obviously, I would like to do that. Um, I said, of course, yes, I would love to do that three times before I realized I didn't want to do that. But, yeah, it was interesting to see how it all gets done. Like, uh one of them, Britney Spears, walked right by me. And, say, did you meet Britney Spears? Uh, I didn't meet her. She walked right by me. I got to, I got to be in the presence of Adele right after she sang "Someone Like You." Right? Is that the one?
1: Oh, okay. So wait, was this? Was it like the Vegas year where Britney Spears was like stumbling around all crazy? No, no. These or were only it?
0: these were L A. years. So okay, um, okay, yeah, and it, it was cool. It was they had a one year it was a special performance secret performance by kanye and jay-z and they kicked everyone out of the building during war like a um what do you call it rehearsal but they just kicked us out far enough so we could hear into it and we could hear that it was kanye and jay-z so it was really weird and then one year it was the same year uh lady gaga dressed up like a man and started playing the piano and apparently she like was walking by me and kind of in my area and i had no idea that it was lady gaga dressed up like a man so yeah you never know when that's going to happen but it was a experience that i enjoyed and i can't take back and i'm glad that it happened so that's my that's my matt baker worked award show a few times story Interesting, interesting.
1: Um, the other exciting thing is that football is starting back up. Yes, of course. So that's fun. <laughs> um, I think that there's elections coming up. And so, sure. you know, uh, we're, we're obviously not in favor of democracy or republics, but, um, you know, some people will be voting.
0: I like how if people are tuning into the show for the first time, and if they have uh, if they haven't turned it off by now, I like how they're just hearing us just kind of ramble our way through the news for a little bit it's not it is kind of what we do, but we do you know we have some tight hot takes on the news every few weeks
1: um yeah we we reported on Nancy Pelosi talking about praying the Rosary in the House
0: of Representatives, right, and we also talk about how we don't talk about Elon Musk.
1: No, we don't talk about how much of an idiot Elon Musk is.
0: We would never do that. We would never do that whatsoever. Okay, great. Great news. We wouldn't. And that's outside news. So inside
1: news in the church, um, obviously this sort of Catholic Me Too moment is continuing to move forward. Um, There's been some pretty rough stories that have come out. Um, You know, I, I think it's important to find a balance, right? So all this stuff you have to be humble and realize that it can impact your faith. And so you've got to keep praying your rosary, um, staying close to our blessed mother um, Mm -hmm. so that your faith remains intact. But also I I think it is good to be aware of these things and to sort of know what's going on. Um, A a really horrific interview was published in the American conservative with Roger. um, You're saying that's because you're
0: saying that's because Roger wrote it. Or because it was horrific, Zach. <laughs> now the story was pretty, pretty rough. Um, yeah, no, it was. I I read it. It was. I almost don't want to link to it because it was just bad. Like it was really bad, man.
1: Well, what it reminded me that we need to again is that this isn't a moment to sort of play politics. This isn't liberals versus conservatives versus trads like everything else is yeah it's it this kind of stuff happens sort of all over um and it's just important to remember that there's people who are outwardly promoting these ideas who participate in this stuff and there's people who are outwardly condemning these ideas who participate right. in this stuff so you know don't you don't have any false Pretense that says you know I can exempt myself from this crisis by going to such and such parish or such and such liturgy or mm-hmm. or being Eastern Catholic or whatever. You if you're in the church, you're kind of um, there's going to be scandals. You know that's how that's how it goes. But you remember we don't abandon Jesus because of the actions of
0: Judas, and so you know keep that in mind. Yeah, this article was pretty shocking. Now now. I should say off the bat if you read it if you find it and read it I'm not sure we agree with the conclusions that this man came to um but no but the stories he just it was the idea that on the outside he said you saw all these things all these traditional and all these good catholic standing things right like they would venerate saints and they would they would treat statues of the virgin mary you know as as nicely as they should be treated, and all these things, and, and st- you wouldn't you wouldn't walk into this seminary and see Playboy's and Maxim magazines. You would see like uh, liturgical furniture uh, magazines. You would see actual church magazines, right? And uh, right, and but then just once you once he got into this circle, it just became petty, and it became like there's a overwhelming feel of jealousy and then they would have people taking advantage of people obviously or they would have visiting bishops and priests come in and uh you know in, indulge themselves in whatever they would do and it yeah it was just kind of shocking well it's all it, honestly it's all been shocking uh but it just shows that you know these they're they're good at the bad stuff and they're also good at hiding the bad stuff from the people, right? So they they know what they're doing as far as making it look like everything's in order.
1: Right. But, you know, similar to the Me Too stuff, it's always a little bit of an open secret. Um, I I don't think that you really had to dig that deep to find some of these stories. And so the fact that it's being brought to light um, is hopeful because people are talking about it and hopefully getting it all um, flushed out. And so, you know... We got to keep praying for the church. Um, a good practice is the, what's called the Leonine prayers, and so if you're going to low mass, these happen sort of automatically after mass, right? But um, it's basically, you know, after mass, you'll say three Hail Marys, um, pray the Hail Holy Queen, um, and then a special prayer for the triumph, the freedom, and triumph of the church, and then the Saint Michael prayer. So, uh, you know, if you if you if you're at a parish that isn't using those after Mass, or you go to daily Mass somewhere, um, you know, maybe just afterwards, stay and pray for the Church for a little bit. Um, the idea that we should pray for the Church has sort of been lost over the last few decades. Right. But, um, you know, this was very top of mind in the past, especially, you know, as the Church was was having its status sort of revoked by revolutionaries and, you know, these different situations that happened, and, um, you know, we definitely need to pray for the Church now because of what it's going through and you know I think it will get worse before it gets better but yeah. um, you know we also know we already know how this ends and we know that you know the church will triumph and you know the gates of hell will not prevail against it so you know don't um, don't let it shake your faith but don't, don't underestimate its power to do so
0: yeah I, I could totally see where the idea of praying for the church at this moment might turn people off Right, because you you associate it with praying for these scoundrels, if I could call them that. But we need to pray for the people within the church and for the church.
1: Right. Well, and we're praying for souls. I mean, the church is going to survive, but will will people enter the church and you know receive the sacraments and and have salvation? I mean, obviously, the church is always going to be you know the church, um, but you know if if no one you know when the church's status is lowered in society then people are less likely to enter the church and and have the sacraments so
0: that that's what we're ultimately praying for is for souls right yeah that's uh, when in doubt and when things look the darkest just just think about the souls that's what because at the end of the day we want everyone to go to heaven so we need to be focused on that right yeah so,
1: our uh, our topic today, we, uh, we ha- we've we we never done this before. Um, we agreed in advance to not have a topic.
0: Oh, no. Zach, what did we do? I know. So, what does that mean? Do, do we just sit here? We were like, we'll just wing it. Yes. See, all, all good podcasters, if they want to make it to level two, they have to be able to wing it. Right. So, here we are. <laughs> Oh, so good. Got anything, Matt? Uh, not, I mean, we could just talk about more of what we're talking about. You know what I think is weird? What's that, Zach?
1: It's when you see people that use their iPod, iPads to follow along during Mass. Obviously, it's perfectly fine to do it, but it's just <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's just so funny looking. Like, it's just so weird, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I I I don't know. I as someone who doesn't use anything to follow along in mass, I I would rather them follow along with iPads instead of giant screens on the wall behind the priest, to be honest. Oh, you don't follow along with anything? No, I follow along uh with my memory and my prayers, Zach. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> hey, do you do you remember The very first mass you went to, what was the... Did did we talk about this? The first mass you went to, it might not have been the one that you've, like, decided to become a Catholic in, or you've decided to become a Catholic in Rome, so do you... But do you remember the first mass in general you went to?
1: Ever? Yeah. Um, no, because... So, my grandmother was Catholic and lived in town, Mm -hmm. so... You know, every so often I would stay with her for the weekend. Like, my parents would, you know, drop me off at grandma's, and she would usually take us to take me to Mass, you know, with her. Gotcha. So that was when I was really young. So, I mean, I, I have like vague memories of it being very, feeling very formal and, you know, seeing people do things like make the sign of the cross mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Um, and then, you know, they would have communion and it, you know, I couldn't go up for communion. Right. Oh, I remember. So there were these, um, there were Eucharistic, there were extraordinary ministers of, of Holy communion. And I do remember them because they would take the chalice. I remember as each one would pass it, the other one would use the cloth to wipe off the other side of the chalice as they would pass it down.
0: Right. Did you, what did you think about when you were a child and you saw this?
1: I thought, what a liturgical abuse! Who's the bishop of this diocese? I'm going to write him a letter. No, um, you know, I don't. I don't remember thinking too much of it, other than just I remember noticing the constant wiping of the cup.
0: That was probably the biggest deterrent for me from receiving the precious blood at communion in mass. The the wiping of the cup that, for some reason, always struck me as. As uh, Like I don't want to I don't want to get involved in that Not not because of Actually what was in the cup Just kind of I was weirded out By the idea of What I perceived to be Mass amounts of spit On this cup Right Well and see
1: like I don't have like, Neither of the parishes I go to in Dallas Distribute the precious blood Right So I, it's been I don't know Five years Since I've I've Received the pre- Not five years Uh but several years since I've received the precious blood.
0: Right. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. I don't know that. I, I, I. don't know what moment that turned for me that it wasn't like a, a spitty cup, but actually, actually, something going on in there. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of the second person of the triune Godhead. Yes, I had. Yeah, I, I was walking down the aisle at communion one day, and I just had this moment of. Revelation of all the mysteries contained within this this one part of the mass it just struck me and, Yes, and that was the day I decided to start a Catholic podcast.:
1: Yes, exactly. um do you remember your first Latin
0: mass? Yes, I do. It was um let's see dates I'm not so hot on, so let's say it was 2013. Yeah, it would okay. yeah, it would probably it be like mid 2013 and I went with um our friend my friend Leo who booked we plugged early on called Going Deeper by Leo Severino. You should buy it, it's great. And I went with a lovely person named Brandon and with two Catholic celebrities who shall remain unnamed because I don't want to Act like I'm a big-shot superstar who hangs out with celebrities. Um, they're brothers, and they're good people. So, yeah, I remember we went... They seem like they believe in God and go to Mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was... Yeah, they do. Sorry. I just LOL'd at a tweet I saw about them. Um. But Hannah actually stands the relationship of one of them, if that makes sense. Anyway, well, we went, and I just remember. So, this this mass, I was really caught up in what I didn't know. Okay, so I, I got handed the the red book. If you've ever been to the Latin mass and you've seen the red book, what is that called, Zach? The missal. Yeah, but it isn't like a special type of missile. Like it has, it kind of has. It's more of an instructing missile, right? It has like things on the side where you can follow along, and it kind of tells you what's going on. Like the missileette? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, so I was trying to follow along, and I wasn't doing too hot. So, honestly, it wasn't. It was an experience, but it wasn't quite like a oh, I have to go back experience. But then, about a year and a half later, after I had met the lovely Father Bitcoin, who we referenced from time to time, uh, he he told me, he was telling us that he was the FSSP and he was explaining their order and that they do the Latin Mass. And he said the ma- the parish they they do the mass at was about three miles away from my apartment. So I was like, Oh, I like this guy and I want to go, I should go to support, support him. They were new to Los Angeles and they were trying to get this whole thing going. So they're like, yeah, let's go support. And I remember the moment I walked in and the moment mass started, I, I had this thought of, Oh no, this is where I have to be every week. You know that like, it's not, you know that, that when you have that feeling, like it's a, revelation where you kind of panic because you realize something major is about to change in your life, but it has to. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt walking into this mass is like, Oh no, this is, this is where I have to be every week from now on. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, that was, that was a, a life changing faith changing moment. And Very nice. Yeah, as I've said many times, I had never stopped going to Mass, luckily. I had always had the grace to do that, and my parents instilled in me the correctness of doing that. But I knew once I went to it's St. Victor's in West Hollywood, they're not there anymore, but when I walked in, I knew that I just had to be there every week. Yeah. I, nice. Yeah. I was going to say, sorry, if, for anyone, if they've been to the Latin Mass... I would say give it two times. Give it once to be there and then a second time to be present there if that makes sense. Like it, it's going to be it's going to be a shock at first. So go and then go again. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I went for the first time in 2013 as well. Mm-hmm. I had been Catholic for a little bit less than a year right. and I didn't really know anything. And I just sort of went by myself to the parish St. Damien's in Oklahoma City. Actually, Mm -hmm. it's up in Edmond. Um, And I had a missal for the ordinary form that is Latin on one side and English on the other. And I just thought, well, of course, it's just the same mass, but in Latin. Yes. Um, And so I was expecting to be able to like follow along looking down, you know, the left side of my missal and was so confused. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. completely lost. Yeah, Had no uh, idea what was going on. Wasn't prepared at all for that. Was,
0: I, I just thought it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Totally weird. They're speaking a dead language, Zach. Right. I mean, it was probably close to a year before I
1: went back to one.
0: Sure. I, yeah, it was about the same time period for me. That's why I think that it. everyone should give it two times before they make a firm decision on what they want to do maybe you know more than two times but at least two times because it can be a shock it can be a shock to the system did you did you have that thought when you went back that oh no i have to go here every week now um no
1: so in 2014 when i stumbled into modern day uh I remember I was like, okay, I want to try again on a Sunday and go to, like, the the High Mass. So I went, and I thought, okay, that was cool. And then the next week, I was like, hmm, I think I want to go back to modern day. So I went again, and then I just kind of, you know, each Sunday, kind of took it Sunday by Sunday, and then realized it had been months since I had gone to anything else, and so I eventually joined the parish. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't originally plan to stick with it. I just kind of, you know, well, where do I want to go on Sunday? Uh, Mm -hmm. I want to go back to modern day. So I just kind of kept doing that. And then I started meeting people there and becoming
0: friends with them. And um, yeah, by then I was hooked. Amazing. That's a good insight into how we ended up to where we are. That's what the people really want to know is they want to know how we got to this exact moment right here where we're recording a podcast. So that's good insight, Zach. Yes. Well, so I didn't know... Let's see, I'm trying to think. I think
1: by the time... By the time you and I met, I was already full, full-blown full Latin mass man.
0: <laughs> full, full-blown full Latin mass man? Y- yeah. Yeah, I don't... I was... I, I don't even actually... I, I don't know how many masses we've actually attended together. I, at least one wedding... And at least one low mass. We got our throats blessed together. Remember that, Zach?
1: Yes, when I came to Los Angeles on the Feast of... um, Why am I going blank on who's the throat blessing priest? Or f- feast.
0: Because I'm going blank on it too. So it's
1: the day after Candle Mass, February the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Blessing of the Throats... Um, you take, because you take two of the candles, St. Blaise. St. Blaise. And it's like, it's it's like Star Wars style. You take the two candles and you have blessed them the previous day at Candle Mass. And then you cross them over the person's throat, bless mm-hmm. their throat. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had just arrived in LA. Um, that was a week, like a week before the wedding or two weeks. or It was just before the wedding. Yeah, because it the wedding was our Lady of Lords, and this was
0: Saint Blaise, so yeah, there we were yeah that's that's it, and I was hoping I was about I was starting to get sick that night, and I hoped that it would cure my sickness, but uh it didn't because I think I needed a big heaping dose of humility or something, so I got sick. Didn't we watch Jurassic Park after that? No, but it sounds like something we would do, I guess. We didn't? No. Did we? Or Jurassic World? No, no, we didn't watch that. I watched that. I flew out to D.C. to watch that with my friends. Yes, I purposely flew to D.C. to visit my friends to watch Jurassic World opening night. You heard that correct. And it was great. My friend, after it, who's a huge Jurassic Park fan, turned to me when the credits were rolling and just went, "Nope," and then just looked away. It's like, all right, so there's your there's your review of this movie. Did we watch a movie? I mean, I maybe I don't know. I was kind of sick. We, I was trying to fight off the uh, the oh poor me's.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: Is there anything you're looking forward to doing before the year is up, Zach? Um,
1: well, my uh, my 10-year high school reunion is next weekend.
0: Whoa. I know. Okay, and you graduated. Or not ne- this weekend. Hello. It's in like two days. And you graduated when you were 25 years old, so that makes you 35. Got it. Basically. No, I'm 28 and a half. Mm-hmm. How? When is the uh, appropriate time to stop saying "and a half"? Is there an age when that kicks in? I'm never going to stop. Okay, good. <laughs> Where's the? So you have to go back to Oklahoma for this? Yes. Yeah. No. I graduated from
1: high school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. So I'm going to be heading back there. My parents don't live there anymore. So it's, you know. I guess I need to figure out where I'm staying now that I think about that. Well, you
0: didn't even know what week it was, so yeah, we got that taken care of, and now now we can get your hotel reservations or your accommodations taken care of. Right, right, right. Where where do your parents live? I did buy my ticket to the event. Where do your parents live now?
1: Uh, They're in Northwest Arkansas.
0: Okay. That's exciting. I I did not go to my 10-year reunion. Um, Really? Yeah, I don't know why. To be honest, I'm getting kind of close to my 20-year reunion, so we'll see if that uh we'll see if that changes my mind. Man, you're old. I know I'm so old.
1: I'm pretty excited to go. I was I was not a class officer, I was a student council officer. Mm-hmm. And so I I haven't been involved in the planning of it, but I assume that it's still going to be a success. Okay. Um so we will uh we will see. I've been uh, completely teetotal for the month of August.
0: How's that working? Being out for a Catholic you? podcast, we do have to talk about alcohol, right? Oh yeah, we're legally uh, obligated to discuss alcohol at least once an episode.
1: Yeah, you know, okay. What I've always said about not drinking is that, like, okay, the thing about people who don't drink is that when you wake up in the morning, that's as good as you're going to feel that day. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure.
1: So, um, you know, I was, I was skeptical about, about this whole not drinking for the whole month of August, except for my high school reunion. And, uh, actually I've, I've kind of liked it. I feel like I've saved a lot of money. Um, you know, I've been productive in the mornings on the weekends. I mean, it's not like I'm going out and getting smashed before this, but, um, you know, you have a few drinks it makes you want to like lay around the next morning and
0: you know, I haven't been doing that. So, okay, good. That's why the po- I- that's why the podcasts have hit all time record numbers. Right, but I don't want my liver to get lazy and out of shape. You know, no, you gotta. I mean, you gotta keep it trained. Is there? What are we gonna finish second in next week? Is there? What can can we like prep everyone to, um, for second another second place finish? Yeah, I mean, there's always like the chimney. I know. How do you finish second in that though? He, it's like. He picks a winner and then he just throws everyone else into the grab bag of tweets. Yeah, you're right. We could be we
1: could be what? What is it, turds and what? Tulips and turds. Tulips we could and get. Turds.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, we both been we both been tulips on that, I think. So, we've knocked that out of the park. Yeah, we did. Yeah, if you want if you want to start a poll and put us second place in it, you can just tweet us at Roman Circus Pod. We'll I will graciously accept your invitation do it do it do it
1: <laughs> so i don't think that we know too much about like the real hey it's matt baker oh wow you know yeah so what were you like in high school were you like the coolest kid in school yes. were you a stoner yes. what what was happening
0: yeah all of it i was a man of the people zach i i would just walk around the quad and whatever people were engaging in, I would do it. And I would do it better than they would. So that not only did I not endear myself to every, everyone, they also thought I was a jerk. So it all worked out. I I did the sports in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So I did football and I did track and I did basketball. Football was the only one I did all four years. I spent a lot of time injured. I, I tore... A ligament in my knee my senior year, which basically put me out of commission, which is a bummer. But yeah, I I did sports, and um, my high school, Catholic high school, was about 20, 25 miles from my house. So I, it's, I actually hung out with my grade school friends more than I hung out with my high school friends. I don't know if, what commentary that makes on my popularity, but... I We went to a small high school, so I, I tended to know most everyone's name, which was good. I led, like, seven Kairos retreats. Do you know Kairos? No. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I guess you didn't really grow up in the Catholic school system, but it's a did not. It's a retreat that they have. We would have it twice a year. Some schools may have it three times a year, but it's like a you get there on Thursday leave on Sunday it's basically a senior retreat and then one of the retreats they have juniors on there so they can help prep for the senior retreats the next year okay so yeah i led i led about 7 of those as i went or went on about 7 as a as a junior as a senior and then as an alumni leader so i would come back once a year and and uh mix it up with the kids just so I still had it right so I was still one of them and yeah that's kind of cool yeah you, you would give it actually I always wonder what it would be like if I led obviously now knowing what I know now because I didn't really know much then but I could fake it actually that's kind of how this thing works too but like back then I really could fake it and uh one year my senior year as a leader I gave a Talk on ideals and values, Zach And I do not remember what I said in that talk But I'm sure it was uh, halfway decent
1: Yeah, did you have pretty good ideals and values?
0: Uh, I had ideals and I had good values So that, yeah, ideals is what I said But towards the end, I actually started leading Because a few teachers would go on Who were the teachers I really liked in high school mister Clinch and Mr. Sprinzel, and we would just go and just it would be a laugh fest, like we would just go just to hang out basically with them, and we would make up fake retreat or fake meditations for the kids and uh yeah it was it was a it was a lot of fun. I don't know, I'm sure they still do it now, but it uh I mean I live in a different state, and it would kind of be weird to go back as an alumni leader now, but it was really fun it. That was one of those things that kind of helped carry my faith through high school and college a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh couldn't be bothered to study much if I'm being honest. I did alright with grades, but studying wasn't wasn't a huge thing I enjoyed. I I also may or may not have Asked a teacher why we're learning, what we're learning, and can we please move on a few times? Which actually kind of went over well, surprisingly. I don't, in, I don't endorse doing that if you're a high school kid listening to this, but you know. I'm.
1: Nice. I had this like running shtick in my classes where I would raise my hand and ask if I could be excused from the assignment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that go over. Always, always a no. Oh yeah. Yes. One time, I went. Uh, we were supposed to read Animal Farm. Isn't that the book about? Oh. Isn't that a book about the communist animals? Zach. Yes. So we we're reading, or maybe it was Watership Down. I forget. I think it was Animal Farm. We had a few books to read, and she she assigned me Animal Farm, and I started reading it, and I was like, you know what? Ah, can't do it. So the next day in class, I went up to her. I was like, oh. I I apologize, but I cannot read this book. The animals are talking. It's real weird. And she said, well, do you want to read Fahrenheit 451? And I said, sure. And uh, yeah, I don't actually know if I read it, but I at least read enough to do the assignment. So that's kind of how my relationship with books went in high school. Wait, what? what, what was the problem with Animal Farm? I just wasn't into it. I don't know why. To be honest, I think she could have handed me any book, and I probably wouldn't have been into it. I was kind of... I wasn't a punk, but I was just kind of like over it.
1: So, um, I read Animal Farm in the eighth grade. Eighth grade government. Did it make you a dirty commie? It did not. Okay, good. Um, But, so, this is kind of funny. We had to write a paper over it. It's like the eighth grade, so you know, it's not like you've written a million papers, right? Um, but I was one of the few people that I was already really good at the internet. Oh, nice. Okay, and so I found online all these different things that sort of line up. So Animal Farm is an allegory about the Soviet Union, and um, you know, different different animals in the story represent different, you know players in the the development of the soviet union okay so i had found all this online like really well lined out and so i used that as you know backup research for my paper you know it was like oh this is so cool well my paper gets held up by the teacher as the example for what she was looking for in a paper (laughs)
0: nice how did, how did that make the thing you feel? Is,
1: I had thought that maybe it was like cheating to have gone online and pulled in additional information. Right. So somebody was like, um, you know, Mrs. Howell mentioned your paper in class, like to a different, different class, like a different hour right. of the class. And then in ours, she like holds it up again. And I'm like, oh, here goes. I'm about to find out that it was, you know, somehow out of bounds to have gone online and researched this. And uh, nope. So then that didn't. I think that upset a lot of my classmates. And so that was the last time I ever tried to stand out for my academic work. But, um,
0: yes, Animal Farm and I were, were good friends. Um, so, yeah. Okay, good. At least it didn't make you a filthy, dirty communist. Nope. Nope. Only the
1: only weird Catholic Twitter can turn me. I know they're
0: trying so hard. They're going to, they're going to get us in the end. We're just going to, we're just yeah they're, we're going to finally give in and just uh we were already called woke by a website so soon we'll just be woke commies we'll be the woke commie podcast the roman commie podcast the roman commie pod, podcast <laughs> podcast yeah <laughs> yeah should we uh should we have a saint of the week yes let's hear a saint of the week saint louis The ninth king of France. I would like more more saints, more kings to be saints. I would like more presidents to be saints, and I would also. I don't think there have been any
1: presidents or prime ministers made saints.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, aren't most of our presidents Freemasons? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, our presidents aren't gonna. (laughs) But Uh, the great part about. Saint Louis IX, the Ninth, King of France, as he went on two crusades, mm-hmm. Zach in his mid thirties in twelve forty eight he went on the seventh crusade, and then again in his mid fifties in twelve seventy he went on the eighth crusade mid thirties that's so old, yeah so, <laughs> yeah, so he decided he decided that his obligations as a son of the church outweighed those of his throne and he left his kingdom for a disastrous 6-year adventure. That's pretty amazing to think to have such a loyalty to the church that you say it outweighs your duties to the throne. That's kind of why a catholic will have a hard time being elected president unless you're JFK because isn't that kind of the the thing they use against catholics is like, "Oh, they'll be more loyal to Rome than they will be America."
1: Right, like oh, there'll be epoxy or a proxy for the pope yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah,
0: so it's nice to know that a. That's why I guess that's why he's a saint. But that's nice to know that someone with overwhelming authority actually did that. He unfortunately died when he was fifty-six. He uh, died of dysentery, Zach. It's almost like he. Oh. It's almost like he was on the Oregon Trail. I was going to say, I was like, was he on the Oregon Trail? No, he, he was not. But apparently dysentery is a real disease that you can contract IRL and not just in video games. He is the patron saint of France, obviously. He is also the... Oui, we. Oui. Yeah, he's also the patron saint of the Archdiocese of New Orleans, which is America, France. And his feast day is August 25th. August twenty fifth. That's
1: my dad's birthday. Is it? Yeah. Don't use that to reset my passwords.
0: Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Saint Louis, the well, ninth king cool. of France. All right. Well, you know, if this is your first time tuning in, we hope you enjoyed it. We thought we'd ramble a little bit about some of our background, give you an idea of who we were, and uh, we have we have a great topic lined up for next week. Which I know everyone will enjoy. But yeah, thanks for those of you who voted for us. Thank you for your votes. Uh, we will dedicate our, on the podium, on the middle podium, we will dedicate our almost victory to you. Yes, we will. All right, thanks for listening, gang. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.